Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live. The Built Forward Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Dallas Cowboys get whipped yesterday. That's been the big story. What will they do with Mike McCarthy? What will they do with Dak Prescott? We're going to have to find out soon because, as you know, everybody's scrambling to hire coaches and not just head coaches, but assistants. And the Dallas Cowboys don't want to be behind on that if they are going to move forward or not going to move forward with Mike McCarthy. And, of course, we got the two games Today, one very, very interesting because the Buffalo Bills and the Steelers get moved in the weather. It's going to be nuts. I mean, these are two AFC general powerhouses. And then you get the game tonight where I just don't know what to expect from the Philadelphia Eagles. I just, I'd assume that they're done. It feels like they're done. They're dead. It feels like Jalen Hurts uh, with the hand injury and the way that he has played is just, they're just cooked. But then again, we're talking about the... Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who scored nine points against the Carolina Panthers uh, to finish out the season, and it's a Todd Bowles coach team. So it's not like the Eagles can't go in there and win that game. Uh, so this is going to be a, a very, very uh, interesting close to Wild Card Weekend, which has been insane. I mean, not good games, but just crazy outcomes. C.J. Stroud looking like he's been playing for 20 years. Uh, Jordan Love turning into Aaron Rodgers yesterday, so we'll see what type of craziness we All get right. today. So, a couple things. It could be raining down in Tampa, and it's obviously going to be windy and snowy up in Buffalo, which yeah. is going to be amazing. It's going to feel like 5 degrees. So, Al, you got to help me, because I don't remember when this happened. Maybe, Eddie, you could help me as well. Do you remember when I came in here and I told you that Jerry Jones's plane was at Teterboro and he was meeting with Bill Parcells? Do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember when that was? I, uh, you got to find out where Jerry Jones's plane is right now because if it's up in New England, he's, he's picking up Bill Belichick. Hmm. And that was the thing because uh, they met on the tarmac over there at, uh, at Teterboro. Wow. Hmm. What year was that? But yeah, that was uh, when they were replacing Jason Garrett, was it? I'm thinking. No. No. Who was it? You're talking about Parcells? Parcells going to, going to Dallas. No, yes. like Jason Garrett was after Bill Parcells. All right, yeah. All right. Whatever. I don't remember. Whenever that was. That was a long time ago, man. Let's see. Bill Parcells coached the Cowboys 2003 to 2006. So you weren't even here yet. Well, we were on the NFL. That's what it was. We were on the NFL today, and we got we got noticed that he Jerry Jones's plane hmm. was at Teterboro. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, you find that stuff out these days, especially in college football. There's crazy people finding the private jets of the universities and yeah. whoever else trying to see who uh, the next head coach is going to be or a guy's flying in. So. so I know we either have somebody watching us or somebody listening to us that does this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So all you got to do is find out where Jerry Jones' plane is. 
I don't know if you can find out where his yacht is, but I don't think he's going to be sending his yacht to no. Martha's Vineyard to go get not uh, in January. Check. Yeah, <laughs> so it's got to be the jet. Yeah, it has to be the jet. But I mean, they got to fire Mike McCarthy first, don't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they do that, and you're right, they're going to have to do something quickly because it is about the assistant coaches too. Yeah, you know, Jerry Jones could be doing a lot of things, but. I know Dan Quinn didn't help himself yesterday. That's no, for sure. everybody thought he was just going to go right up to Seattle. Now, I don't think that one game is going to throw that off. I mean, if one game is going to throw that off, it would have been him blowing the Super Bowl 28-3 right? Yeah. as the head coach. True. So, I mean, if the if the Seahawks want Dan Quinn, they're going to get Dan Quinn, and they're probably going to say, well, that was unfortunate what happened against the Packers. But I, I don't believe that now they're going to pivot off of that because of this miserable performance by his defense. And then there's a potential for a Philly destruction there's a potential for, I guess, Mike Tomlin to walk away. What? Yeah, that's all that is reports. crazy to me. Yeah, to take a to take a break. Now, it, wh- I mean, why would he do that? I mean, what? Like Mike Tomlin? You yeah, mean? I don't know. But let me ask you a question. Like, I love when you say those are the reports. Like, where where are the reports coming from? It was uh, well, it was NBC, and there was another. Was it one Pro too. Football Talk? Uh, so according to NBC Sports, is all this says. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was. I hope Florio? not. But you know, maybe maybe somebody's in his ear and saying, "Hey, I don't know. The Raiders would pay you a gazillion dollars to come and coach them." <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine though. Like, well, I remember asking Coach Cower if he was going to go back to coach. Where would he go? And he goes, "You know what? I don't think I would have gone back to an AFC team. It would have had been somebody like the Giants or the Bears. Yeah, legacy franchises." He probably would have considered, you know, but, you know, he's living a good life now. And now he's just Coach Cower living a good life. Yeah, and by the way, it was Florio. Okay. That's what, uh, that's where it came from as I'm reading another article that, that goes right to that link. And Florio also did it during a NBC, one, you know, one of the hits over the weekend that he did on, on TV. Now, that would be shocking. With that, like, we always have something shocking that happens. Seattle was shocking. Tennessee was shocking. I think. Well, Tennessee, we, there were rumors though. Like there was no well, later rumors in the about season, Pete Carroll. Like, later in the season, yeah. though, where you got you got to see this is the thing. You got those rumors about Tennessee, mm-hmm. and now you got this about no, Pittsburgh. I, I well, don't not have you, it. but you're paying attention to <laughs> I it. I wish I was the one who had that. That'd be great. That'd but be you're a paying lot of fun. attention to it. Yeah. So I mean, it could could very well be a possibility. But he can't go. He wouldn't be able to jump to the Raiders. That's not the way these things work. Like if he's under contract. And he wants an extension. I don't think his contract's up at the end of the year. I think right. he's still under contract. He but, can't wait, wait, decide wait. to take a, you know, I'm going to take a break and then go jump to another organization. Well, let me ask you this, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say that there is whatever's going on in the building. You never know what's going on in the building. And let's say they come to a mutual agreement. Yeah, you know, just like Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick did. Come to a mutual agreement. Yeah, it's, it's over. You know, let's let's just move on. Because the Steelers have their eye on Mike Vrabel. No, it doesn't sound like that. I mean, at least to, according to Florio, it says the Steelers won't fire Tomlin. And according to reporter, interested in giving him an extension. But it's Tomlin who's unsure whether he wants a return or not. This would be a good time if you're the Steelers to, if, if Tomlin's going to walk away, now's the time to do it. And Vrabel's your guy. Because Vrabel would be the guy. But, I mean, there'd be some years... That you'd be like, wow, these re- he really screwed us here, you know. But he, Mike Vrabel's sitting out there; he's the perfect head coach for that organization. If Tomlin does move on, but they would have to. But if he's taking a break, he's taking a break. He's going to take a year off. He's not going to go to Vegas. And what are you going to do? Put a put Antonio Pearson there for one year, and then 
Bring in Tomlin? Yeah, I no, I don't know. I'm I'm just I I'm I would be that would be stunning to me, Mike Tomlin stepping down. And if he was gonna step down, he would have to do it if they lost today, he would have to do it quickly. Because he'd have to yeah, I would assume he'd want to give the Steelers an opportunity to go get the guy that they want. And this could be a negotiating tactic too. I mean, it could be the fact that this extension that they're offering him is not where he <sighs> wants it to be. He sees guys like Sean Payton getting a ridiculous amount of money, yep. stuff like that. You know what? The NFL is on fire right now. It is. Think about it. I don't. I can't remember the last time we've had this many job openings, uh, this many jobs that are still occupied at the moment. <laughs> We're not sure whether or not they're going to be occupied tomorrow. And big names, too. I mean, Jim Harbaugh might be coming back to the NFL now. Pete Carroll stepping down. Bill Belichick. I mean, it is as crazy of an offseason we've ever seen in coaching. I would think, you know, Michigan fans want Jim Harbaugh back. I know Michigan wants Jim Harbaugh back. But sounds to me like if he gets this L.A. Uh, Charger job, he's taking it. Yeah. And he could get offered today. I mean, because he's there today. I don't know. Have they have they interviewed anybody else? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's right. You got to go through the whole Rooney rule, so I'm not sure if they have or not. I mean, Oof. this is if he if he got hired today, that'd be a big problem for a lot of people if they just hired him. And because you 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 can't right like there's no you can't even hire a guy. No, they, they wouldn't even allow it. I don't know. If, I don't know. It's not if, like you can I do don't it know. and then get penalized, right? For but it. I don't know if the Chargers may have gone through some interviews this week to. To live up to the Rooney Rule, I'm not sure if they have or not. Yeah, I haven't seen anything, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I haven't been paying attention to every single Charger thing. And you could do this stuff over Zoom, too, right? You can get some guys on yes, Zoom yes. and do that. And if you're Jim Harbaugh, too, eh, don't you want to get a couple of teams involved? Drive your price up? I think if you're Jim Harbaugh, you want the L.A. Charger job, and you want you want to be able to hire the guys you want to be able to hire, and you also want to be able to bring in a front office guy with you. Somebody like, you know, like Kyle Shanahan did with... Uh, John Lynch. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Let's go to Carl and Carteret. What's going on, Carl? Hey, how are you guys? What's uh, up, man? First, first time, long time. Uh, I have a uh, football question. I'm a long time um, Cowboy fan since the Starback days, and it's about Dan Quinn. And I've been thinking about this um, for the past five weeks. Uh, first issue is seems like the Cowboys are the only team on first and second down that have these hybrid safeties. They don't have a real middle linebacker. I know there was the injury, but the, the, these guys for the past five weeks as these hybrid safeties playing middle linebacker on first and second down. Are and they get run on. Destroyed. And they get destroyed. run on. Yeah. Right? So if I know that, why wouldn't they? I mean, they, they need a big body. They're missing gaps. They can't play the cutback. And this is going on for five weeks. The other thing is, and this is a big deal, and I think the announcer mentioned it yesterday, one of the broadcasters. The other thing is, Cowboys have been playing a, a man-to-man defense. They, they, would, they, would, they come up on the safeties. They, they, they come up on the receivers close. They bump them. But yesterday, they're playing a soft zone with their safeties back, and they seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. Um, who made that? Like, I can't believe Dan Quinn made that decision. Well, you know, Dan Quinn, Quinn is as as a respected coach in this league as there is. I, you know, I, he yeah. had an awful day yeah. yesterday. His players had an awful day yesterday. The one that drove me crazy, and I'm sure it drove you crazy, is when Deron Bland is on one of the uh, tight ends, and right. he's like 12 yards off, and it's like third and five. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's where you bump. You get into the guy's face. You're like, what are you doing? But all year, Boomer, all year, they played a hard, like a, a, an aggressive man defense. Well, Carl, I'm, I actually might have, I might have a little bit of an answer for you. Uh, and we have a friend, a mutual friend, Boomer, and I was a huge Packers fan. Yes. And, and before the game, he sent us this text. He said, the Cowboys play more man than any team in the league, and Jordan Love's numbers versus man are ast- astronomical. <laughs> so, so, so maybe that's over coaching. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's either over coaching or over analytics. Yeah, because they didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. People mm-hmm. were wide open in the middle, and um, I, maybe that came from the top. Maybe that came from McCarthy to make that decision. I also, I also think that you have, to, you have to remember. Thanks, Carl. That one of the best young coaches in football happens to be standing on the other sideline, Matt Lafleur. Yeah, and he's done it now without Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, and you know, and his brother Mike Lafleur, the guy that was with the Jets, is doing it with uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he made Puka Nakua into the wide receiver that he is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't do it here. <laughs> I could do it with Matthew Stafford in L.A. You know, th- all those guys are from that Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, Washington. They were the Redskins back then. Yeah, C- that coaching staff. And all those guys that have come off that coaching staff or are tied to that coaching staff, they're the ones who have been the most successful in the league. It hasn't been the Belichick coaching staff. Nope. hasn't been the Andy Reid coaching staff. It's that Mike Shanahan, Washington Redskin, young group of coaches that came off of that coaching staff. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay. They were all there. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, um, uh, uh, LaFleur, you just mentioned. LaFleur. Taylor, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Wow. Uh, let's go to Charlie in Franklin Square. What's going on, Charlie? Hey, Boomer and Geo. Um, I have a scenario. So Mike Tomlin takes the year off. The Giants next year have a so-so season. They fire Dable. Tomlin to the Giants. <laughs> I mean, I like Brian Dable as a coach, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm... so do I. I don't... The Giants would have to completely fall off the face of the earth next year for... John Merritt to fire Brian Dable. I, that's what I think. I mean, I, I think John, I, whatever whatever went on over there, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, these are maniac coaches with egos like the size of Texas. Yeah. And everybody's, you know, trying to protect their area. And who knows what was going on over there? Who knows why Brian Dable fired those assistant coaches? I mean, I, I mean, just it happens. By the way, someone tweeted me here that the Chargers did interview Leslie Frazier already. Oh, that's right. That, that's that's the one I read. Yep. Yeah. So that was yesterday that they. Tweeted I don't know that if it's out. just one black coach or a coach of color, like you know Rob Soller, somebody different, um, or or two. I don't, I'm not sure how that all works out. Yeah, but at least they have been interviewing some people, so it's not like Harbaugh is the first one in the building, and they're gonna the hire him on the spot. Uh, Mike in Bergen County, what's going on, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? What's up, man? Listen, as a disgruntled Cowboys fan, I want to know from Boomer, what's the story with Dak? Is it that he's reading the defenses wrong? Is it the coach that's not coaching him other than the fact that he throws interceptions and he sucks? And the second thing I wanted to know from Boomer <laughs> is that... <laughs> so God, Boomer, you fans are out of your minds. As an MVP quarterback, yeah. tell me what Dak is seeing or not seeing. And as far as coaching... You know, the only thing Mike uh, McCarthy is good as eat as is eating. You know, what what coach would Harbaugh be a good fit there? Yeah, I don't think Harbaugh would be a good fit there. I don't. But I, I listen. Dak Prescott almost won the MVP this year. 
He was a second-team All-Pro quarterback. I mean, he had a fantastic year. And I think about two games on the road where they probably could have won. We have a bunch of Philadelphia Eagle fans watching us today here as guests. <laughs> yep. They reminded us that Dak stepped out of bounds in that game against Philadelphia. And also that Miami Dolphin game when they went down to Miami. They could have won that game too. And I, I look, I think the world of Dak Prescott myself, I really do. And I know that there are these issues with the playoff games and all this other stuff. But when I watch him stand up after the game, which is a big part of what I want as an owner of a football team, I want real men standing up there taking ownership or deflecting the praise. And nobody does it better than he does it. And nobody is under more scrutiny than he is. I'm I'm sorry. He's just... And look, he gets paid a lot of money. I don't feel sorry for him. But he was a fourth-round draft choice. He wasn't the first overall pick. He's worked for everything he's gotten. I have I have an immense amount of respect for that guy. And when he threw that interception yesterday and that and that coverage, he should have seen that coverage. <clears throat> with, with that coverage, how we describe it, and everybody describes it a little differently. They could call it one robber. They could call it one lurk. That's where it's man coverage, and there's a safety, Darnell Savage, coming down, reading the route. And he knew he was going to CeeDee Lamb the whole way. And he read the route perfectly. Darnell Savage is a great safety, one of the better safeties in the league, and he read it perfectly. And that was the straw to me that broke the game open. That's the killer. And unfortunately, he has to own that. And he should have seen that. That should have never happened for a guy of his experience. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer Gio on the fan end. 
CBS <laughs> Network. Uh, Jerry is back. He's got a, another update, and he also has moment of the day as Boomer's trying to torture him in the break. Oh, thank you, Boomer. That's <laughs> delicious. It looks great. Can't wait to eat that. Uh, there's, there's a great Bon Jovi song that's being sung about the Dallas Cowboys right now. They are the butt of everybody's joke yes, this morning. All the same. And they earned it. They always come up lame. That's Boom Jovi, if you didn't know. <laughs> God, we need to get the 10, man. <laughs> got to get the 10. We're losing it. Yes, we do. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on, man? Brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We'll start with the late game, and that would have been the Lions and the Rams, of course, last night. Uh, Detroit gets their first playoff win in 32 years. They fend off L.A. 24-23. Jared Goff, 22 of 27, 277, and a score. Um, here was Goff, the support from the fans, incredible. The place was loud. They were uh, ready for it, and they certainly enjoyed it. Yeah, they were they were on their game today, and um, that's not a, a, a no slouch D-line over there. Um, anytime 99's on the other side, you got to be on your game, and um, they were today, man. They were they were great and uh, came to play and came to win. Uh, Taylor Decker is the longest tenured Lion offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. He was with NFL Network after And he game. was that guy in the center of that uh, no report report controversy, remember? That's right. I do. Yeah, of course. Here was uh, him on Goff. It just confirms to everybody else what we already know. The guy's special. Um, can't say enough good things about him. I mean, he really deserves it. I mean, yeah, it's just special for him. Special for him. And for the city, of course. Uh, he would continue on with the NFL Network reporter who could sense he was about to cry. As I said, longest tenured line. So he's been through some really rough seasons, as we know. I can see you're fighting back tears right now. Can you describe to me what is the most emotional part of this journey? Oh, just to claw our way out. Um, there were a lot of a lot of a lot of peaks and a lot more uh, valleys on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> Carlin was not in on that. Uh, here was Aiden Hutchinson defensively holding them to field goals was huge. We put an emphasis on on our red zone and kind of in the middle of the season when we, you know we kind of real. I mean, maybe a little later in the season when we realized it wasn't really up to par. And um, I, I, you know, it's kind of hard to to describe. No, you don't have to. I mean, they, have, they stopped, kept them out of the end zone. I, I don't. Know. But. It's just, it's amazing how like late in the season things change quickly. Although this was a great game. This game was close. Yeah. And Matthew Stafford played great, you know, returning back to Detroit. Had a couple touchdown passes that were beautiful. Uh, th- different arm angles. He played fantastic. But I think Aiden is right. It was, their, it was their red zone defense. They just could not score a touchdown in the second half. And here was Stafford on the Lions crowd. He certainly knows something about it. It was a good playoff atmosphere. Um, you know, obviously it was a loud crowd. I thought we did a great job communicating the whole day. Um, it was a good playoff atmosphere. It was. Unfortunately for him, he's not on that team anymore. You think Aaron so Glenn gets a couple interviews Maybe. Here. I would think so. Yeah. The defense coordinator of the Detroit Lions and a former teammate of mine here at the Jets. You would certainly think so. Um, here was Matt LaFleur. Of course, the uh, the Packers beating the Cowboys 48-32 in a game that wasn't that close. Uh, he enjoyed They were a seven-point underdog. So be it. They went out and they took care of business. I think there's a little bit of freedom with that in terms of how you go out and play. And, you know, these guys, uh, they went for it. And that's, that's exciting to see. Um, you know, every phase, I thought, 
you could see it in the, in the way we play. Yeah, well, they got up uh, fourteen nothing in a blink, twenty seven nothing after the uh, the interception return for a touchdown. When it was at twenty, right here actually, and twenty seven was yeah, it was the interception by Darnell Savage. Um, here was Jordan Love. He just he heard the critics early on in the season, but as the season wore on, he got better and ignored the noise. Uh, I think it's just noise on the outside. Um, I think that's the way everybody looks at it in the locker room. Just outside noise. Um, we're not worried about it. You know, we keep coming out here and uh, you know showing what we're about. So. That's all we're going to do. So here's Mike McCarthy after the game. He will not meet the media today. They said that's actually Will on their way out the door at 1130 in Dallas. And then McCarthy is assessing things unless he gets a call from Jerry Jones to come see him. We'll see. Uh, here was McCarthy on Jordan Love. Clearly the, the best thing they did, uh, in my opinion, coming in was the deep play action game. And then, you know, obviously the, the protection was there. Um, he was able to buy time, extend plays. And, uh, yeah, we just... Um, you know, we gave up too many of them. Uh, a lot of them, as a matter of fact. I'll tell you what, I don't want to hear Micah Parsons compared to Lawrence Taylor ever again. I understand. <laughs> I mean, my God. Mm-hmm. It's still nothing from him? <clears throat> did he I, not that no I've seen. No audio? Nothing? Did he, I'm did not he skip out on the media? I, I don't know. I'm sure he spoke. I mean, those guys, usually they all do. I have not seen the video. Okay. The last thing I saw was Tony Pollard. Who didn't say a whole lot. So uh, here was Dak. He stood at the podium and spoke and answered all the questions. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, frustrated, as you just said, is the, the great word my, for my play. Uh, the way that we came out here and we, we started this game uh, and then just shocked, honestly. Um, from the beginning of the game, uh, yeah, we got beat. There's no other which way around it, no way to sugarcoat it. Um, obviously, I didn't play well uh, and shocked. That's a stand-up guy right there, man. That is a stand-up guy. Yeah, always has been, as a matter of fact. So you and I are on the same page there. you just like a new coach. Correct. But you want to keep the quarterback. Yeah, okay. no, absolutely. Right. Here's Jerry Jones. He'll be the ones to make all the. He'll be the one to make all those decisions. His thoughts on Mike McCarthy's future. The only thing that was on my mind almost this entire game was not an analysis of our strategy, not an analysis of the play. It was, do we get to play here again next week? And we can't. And that could have happened by a point, or it could have happened the way it happened. Yeah, exactly. Well, but now did. they get to play another game in Detroit. Yeah, well, got to be really happy for those people. All this has got to go. And that's Michael Irvin. <laughs> Wants them all out. Get rid of everybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, oof, of all yeah. the guys. Chad Ochocinco, I played this earlier. He was very disappointed in the Cowboys effort. I was excited. I- I'm ready for that. The mother get to the goddamn promised land and get all these motherfuckers off his back. God, I mean, y'all forgive me for cursing. Y'all stay with me for a little bit now because I'm upset. He said he went to uh, Twitter for help. How you could defend the Cowboys after that slump. Give me something. Give me an idea. Because I know I'm going to go crazy on the Cowboys. Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can say to defend what the f- they put out there today? There was nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Bring in Dion. <laughs> that's what I want to see. That is a thought that's out that's, there too. That's what we want. I mean, that would be as entertaining as anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What someone, do we care? We just want entertainment. Yep. Someone said... Was it Mike Flurry? I, I, saw, I saw online somewhere in the last half hour. Someone said um, Belichick is close to the Joneses. I'm or sure he's he friends is. with them. I'm sure he is, just like Parcells is. Or was. Huh. Why wouldn't you be? One plus one equals two, then. No. But why wouldn't you be close to the Joneses? I mean, they're about, the as, Patriots. Im- they're about as impactful as Bob Kraft is or any of the other top end owners that, you know, are decision makers for the league. 
I know, but okay. I I had never heard that before until today. So no, maybe yeah. we shall see. All right, so Green Bay wins. They get San Francisco this weekend. Uh, and then the Lions will be home now, and they will get the winner of tonight's game between Tampa and Philadelphia. You got the Steelers in Buffalo today to play the Bills. Both games on AM 660. Uh, coverage at 4 p.m. Of course, CBS will have Steelers and Bills, and then the Eagles and Bucks will be on Fox coming up later tonight. Uh, what else here? We've got the Rangers and the Capitals yesterday at the Garden. Kept in by Steiner in deep hole. He did. Made it a 2 nothing game. They would give up one, but the Rangers would beat the Caps 2-1. Uh, Artemi Panarin scored the first goal. Igor Shosturkin, 24 saves. Those jerseys still not out yet for the uh, we have not outdoor seen, game? We have not seen the outdoor jerseys yet. I know you don't like them. Series. I think they're cool looking. No, no. These are the third jerseys. Oh. I, I, no, they're growing on me. I actually do like them. I just think the, the patch in the front is a little bit big, but the colors I like. Very neat. Uh, yeah, but they'll have, they'll have a white jersey for the outdoor game because they'll be the road team versus the Islanders. I do not know when those jerseys are coming out. Soon and they're enough. definitely going to be new and different for they that usually are. They yeah, usually yeah. are specialized I'm jerseys just, for I'm those games. I'm just surprised they haven't said anything yet. I mean, it's next month, you know? Right. Well, you know, I got a, I got a message into the NHL if they're freaking paying attention. <laughs> Uh, that, uh, you know, we have a Devils fan in here. We have, I'm a Ranger fan, you're an Islander fan, and Spike's a Flyer fan. We hmm. should have one of each and That's show them off. You, you would think, but who knows if anybody's paying attention over there at the yeah. NHL. I thought very interesting. I heard what? Spike reveal on that uh, podcast, the Awful Announcing mm. podcast, I think he was on. He's a Nick fan. He grew up a Nick fan, How about yes. that? Yeah, was yeah. a Nick fan. Mm-hmm. But that's, he spends a lot of time talking about the Sixers. No, I know that. And he's been in Philly for a long time, so I understand. Yeah. But that's a weird one to go Philly, New York, Philly. Well, have you, have you met Spike? I have. <laughs> okay. I have. Yeah. Uh, here's Peter Laviolette on his goaltender, Igor Shostarkin. I think it was important for Igor to give us a good game, and I thought he did. Again, I thought we I thought we did a better job in front of him than maybe his last start, where we, I don't think we did a very good job. We could have tightened some things up and been... Better. 24 saves on 25 shots. The Rangers snap a four-game losing streak. The Devils are in Boston today. Tonight, the Islanders skate in Minnesota. All right, I'm going to play this for you. The other day, the uh, the Raptors head coach, I'm forgetting his name, Darko Rajakovich. Yeah, you He's the guy that went off. The other he, day. he said, this is crap yeah, about the officiating. Like he got hit by $50,000, something fine. He got, he got fined. He was yeah. not suspended, but he got fined. I'm going to play this. This is about 25 seconds. This is Mike Brown. Kings losing overtime to the Bucks last night. And he got ejected. He was not happy with the officiating. So instead of saying this is crap and yelling and saying we shouldn't have shown up for the game, if this is how they're going to call it, he shows up to the press conference with the game film. I just want to show you guys why I got kicked out of the game right here this is in the first ha- uh, this is in the third what's he third showing quarter it on? With 120 on left to go in, in, in the third and right here you can watch you can watch go back and watch he uh fox barely puts his hand on uh on dame's hip and so he goes on to show why it shouldn't have been a call to foul the NBA's got to susp- uh, find him for this too now, right? Well, not too, but I mean, was he's he'll be next. He's just explaining why he got kicked out. But now he's bringing a prop. <laughs> Have you ever seen that before? No, never. 
The only time I ever saw a guy explain something like that is we just mentioned it, the Al Davis Lane Kiffin firing where he came out and did like a (laughs) one-hour PowerPoint presentation of how much he hated Lane Kiffin. Oh, that's true. So the Bucs wound up winning by one, and the Kings are good. I think they're seven games over 500, so they wound up losing that game, high-scoring game. You've got the Knicks and Magic today at 3 p.m. The Nets home for the Heat. That'll be on 101.9 FM at 720, and a... um, well, the Rutgers played well yesterday, except for a, about a five-minute stretch. Car in the lane, lefty hook, no good, got his own rebound, put back good in the foul. Michigan State opening it up right now to a 17-point lead. They won on a night. Crap bowl. I'll tell you what, that, that's got to be the best broadcaster in the Big Ten why, right why, there. Why, why, why? Why make me feel so bad? Know, he sounded good. He's, He's very good, of course. He explained everything. Chris is outstanding. You know this. So Sounds football great. and basketball. Yeah, you know. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> True Rutgers guy. Yeah. He's Rutgers sure. through and through. Pandemonium in Piscataway. He's been there since what, Eddie? 99? Would you say 2000? That's that long. How long have you been there? Uh, 2016. Wow. Not nearly as less as your eight. They're going to put him in a ring of honor? <laughs> they should? <laughs> yeah. I, when all is said and done, I would think so. He will go down in the anals. <laughs> Giant member. Seventy three fifty five was the final as Michigan State did win. Number four, UConn over Georgetown by 13. You've got Columbia taking on Yale later tonight. Time now for Moment of the Day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> well, I don't usually make it about me, and it really isn't. As we hear from Kevin Ray, Brad Sham, and Mike McCarthy, it's more about Eddie and his quick fingers in terms of reaction from virtual me from last night's crap game. Play action, sidearms, a pass into the end zone. For the touchdown. And it went to Romeo. Rent your ass. What? <laughs> Jesus, Jerry. Rent your ass. <laughs> I mean, God. That was Kevin Ray on Compass Media Networks. That was Man, a brand was. new right in your ass, by the way, courtesy of this morning. That was today? No, was today. I, I, I thought that they came yesterday during the broadcast. <laughs> you had your microphone open. No, I did not have my microphone. Darnell Savage. All the way in, 50-yard-plus return. That does not help. I know, made it 27-0. Suck balls. <laughs> and by the way, Jerry, Jerry did uh, the whole team in the, in the locker rooms, it's, that's hurting. And uh, that's, you know, I, I haven't thought past, you know, the outcome of this game. Now they keep saying a piece of shit. <laughs> Jerry, was that me? I mean, you are you are unbelievable. Those are Eddie's fast fingers. That wasn't uh, me, but that was moment of the day all together. <laughs> Very good stuff from uh, yes. both these. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So I guess this blizzard in Buffalo is going to stop around 1 o'clock. So then by 4.30, maybe you might get a little bit of a better condition. At least that's what they're saying right now. But uh, the amount of snow that they've gotten the last couple of days is just crazy. And you wonder what it's going to look like when they start playing. But I don't believe, as I'm looking at the forecast right now i don't believe it's going to be continuing to snow during the game just the uh, one thing about this lake effect snow and for anybody who, who's lived up there and has lived through it yeah they'll tell you that it's it's about it's about it's really hard to predict you know if a, if a cell comes through and sits there and stays there um but you know hopefully by four o'clock you know what we want is i want to be able to see the field and i want the <laughs> quarterbacks to be able to throw the ball yeah you know what i mean Make it feel like it's the the best team wins. What does it say about wind? Uh, wind, I'll go hourly here at 4 o'clock, uh, 15 miles an hour. That's not bad. Yeah. And it and it does say that there won't be snow during the game, or at least 30% chance. And they got 10 inches in the last 12 hours there. So, my goodness. There's a bunch of videos now of people shoveling up there. Yeah. And just the... The the rampways leading to the seats are just piles of snow. It doesn't look like it's going to be ready to roll. But <laughs> well, you know, Buffalo fans will figure it out. They always do, and they're one of the best fan bases in all of football. We know that. The one thing about this stadium, and, and Jonathan Jones reported this yesterday. I didn't even realize this. So this is one of the older stadiums in the NFL, and it only has one tunnel entrance into it. So everything goes in and out of that tunnel. The players, you know. You know, all the on-field personnel, right. the snow's got to go out of the tunnel. I mean, they got to take it all out of the out of the stadium and then out of the tunnel. It's crazy. Did you see the, because uh, I heard I saw you laughing a little bit when I was doing it. I said 10 inches in the last 12 hours. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. And I thought as I was coming out of my mouth, I was laughing too. Did you see this uh, Maurice Jones, Drew, Chris Rose thing over the weekend when they were talking about I forget what team exactly. Uh, in the end, there was all the uh, uh, innuendo and yeah, it was just, but it was just the one thing. And I actually don't think Chris Rose was trying to be funny. Like I just, I he said, he said ride the D. He goes, you think that they could ride the D? Oh, it was the Chiefs. That's what it was. They're talking about the Chiefs. He goes, that's the best. This is the best defense that the Chiefs have had under Patrick Mahomes. Could they ride the D to a Super Bowl? No, he just said, do you, do you th- could they continue to ride the D? And what did Morris Jones he do? St- he stopped. Yes. Had a pause. Looked at Chris Rose like, are you serious? <laughs> you just did that and stopped? And then and then Chris Rose goes, the defense. The defense. what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to be funny or make a joke. We could actually hear it. I, a lot of them that I saw were like recorded off like a phone recording off the television. But we'll, uh, we'll play it anyway. But you know, the funny thing is, and I'll just say, we have a, a younger writer who writes for the NFL today now. Yeah. Sa- Sammy. And Sammy's great. And sometimes, you know, he and JB have to work the script. Yeah. <laughs> and JB's a grandpa. 
like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sammy wants to write like his age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so watching JB read some of the stuff that Sammy's writing. It's pretty funny, actually. Did he ever say ride the D? No, no, he hasn't <laughs> said that, no. But it is pretty funny. Uh, you know, and, and JB does give, you know, kudos to Sammy for writing the way that he does. Yeah. and Because it helps JB stay fresh. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? Fresh and hip. All yes. right, this is from the NFL Network. Uh, Chris Rose and Maurice Jones-Drew. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had. Right? I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? Uh-uh. The defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a visual thing, too, when you see Maurice Jones, Drew's face, and he, he shoots him a look. Um, but it, uh, I don't know. Do you think he, would, he did that on purpose? No. I don't think he did. No. Is it possible they could ride the D? <laughs> That's the way you would say it. I know. I know. The defense. <laughs> and he wasn't laughing, either. Like, he, after he said it, I mean, <laughs> but that, that went everywhere. That got millions and millions. Of, I uh, gave her the D. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I wanted that D. That's that's Evan. Is that Evan? That's Evan. Why did she give him the D? <laughs> I mean, geez. what is that all about? I don't, who knows? <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, but it's just there. And but let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think that Brian Cashman deserves credit for the '96 <laughs> Yankees? <laughs> I was telling Boomer in the break. I didn't, want, I didn't want to bring it up again because I feel like I'm picking <laughs> on him now. But the first thing I hear when I put on McMonagle driving in, he's arguing with a caller whether or not Brian Cashman deserved credit for the 1998-99 oh, World God. Series championships. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were going into 2001 and 2003 and the ones that they lost. And then they went into that. I was like, you have to be. like th- you How? And with all this stuff going on Ow! in the NFL right now. Yeah. They're going back and forth. Ah, stick Michael and Bob Watson. And- <laughs> what? How did you get here this morning? I mean, it really has become like well, life imitates art, imitates life or whatever. Like one of those things. Like it's it's gotten to that point uh, now. But anyway, he'll be, uh, he'll be talking about two games tomorrow, hopefully, when I'm driving in. And uh, the one tonight. I got, I got a feeling I'm not I'm not making it the entire game tonight. I have a feeling too. I could I could just look and see. <laughs> I'm not. Making By the way, I, I'm, we are we are I think guaranteed till eight o'clock tonight at CBS. Oh, okay. So I'm getting out of there for a while. Yeah, but knowing you, you're you're just you watch every snap of every game live. Oh yeah, man, you got to. Man, not, not you don't have to live. Like, you know, Al and I will come in here. We'll go through the NFL Plus app. You know, the sleep is more important. Yeah, but the, the, there's one thing you guys are missing. And it's the, Eagles the, Bucks. You know I, what I'm yeah, saying? The fact the fact of the matter is, okay, Yeah, is that I couldn't sleep anyway. Oh, okay. All right. you know, I, I, I can't. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I can sleep. That's one thing I can do. <laughs> I can go to sleep at any you point. You can you can sleep. Any, <laughs> you can go to sleep anywhere, anyhow. Yeah, but I'm, I am, like, not excited about this game at You're all. You're not going to go over Big John's house and watch the game? Big John? Who's the neighbor? Oh, Nate. <laughs> yeah, oh, my Nate. buddy Nate across the Big street. Big Nate? Big, yeah, he's uh, the boiler guy. That guy's trying to bring you down. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know he loves you. He's good. He, he helps you out and everything. Well, he's Come got on this... over and watch a game on a Sunday night. He's got this bourbon bar there. That... Yeah, okay. And he was very proud of his bourbons and tasted too many bourbons. Oh, you did a little bourbon tasting. He's a little, yeah. Yep. Mm. On an empty stomach, no less. <laughs> All I had eaten up until that point was a Lara bar and a banana. <laughs> and then, uh, next thing you know, 
and uh, pooping razor blades. Yeah, at least I was across the street. That was, that was the good thing. Was, yeah, it was, that was a rough one. But wow. I'm excited for this. We got the uh, Steelers. You know, my wife's a Steeler fan. We'll have a Steeler playoff game on a Monday afternoon. We'll have you on the tube. NFL today starting at 3.30. You got the Knicks at 3. You got the Knicks at 3. You got to watch an hour of that. Flip back and forth if you want going on. I see Rascona's in here with his son ready to go to the Knicks game. So you got some stuff today for sure. Let's go to Ted in Florida. What's going on, Ted? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up, Teddy? What's happening? Uh, I got a quick question for you, uh, Boomer. Which I agree with your comment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Earlier in the show, you said that the commissioner's job is to grow the brand and make money for the players and the owners. And basically, that's the job of any sports commissioner. But I, I, I got to ask you, how do you how do you feel as though that putting a playoff game on an obscure network like Peacock grows the brand? Well, I'll tell you, it grows the brand by $110 million because that's what Peacock paid the NFL for that one game. Think about that for a second. And I understand that. And I understand that, yeah. Boomer. But how do you desert the three networks that got you to where you are today? Hey, believe you believe you me, I am one of those networks. I work for one of those networks. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. So so if you take $100, $100 million instead of 110 I mean, who's advocating for the fans when... The commissioner makes decisions like that. Oh, by, by, by the way, and by the way, you know, it's not the commissioner singularly that does that. He has a whole group of people underneath him, and their job is to figure out different ways to grow that brand. I mean, you know what's yeah. interesting to me? I'll tell you what's really interesting to me. You saw the Taylor Swift jacket, and you also saw Brittany Mahomes have that jacket, and Kyle Juszczyk's wife did that jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, normally a, a company has to pay for the rights to be able to do stuff like that. I don't know how that all worked out, but I guarantee you that every single person wants one of those jackets now. Mm. Does she have the NFL license? I, I listen, She's very talented. She's great. If you follow her on Instagram, this is Kyle Juszczyk's wife. Yeah. She's very talented, very, very good at what she does, but right. she just grew the brand probably by $100 million just by having Taylor Swift wear that jacket. And, and, and I understand that, uh, but I, I think in the same token that you don't desert the people that got you there either. I, I think you. Yeah, got I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not deserting anybody. They put a playoff game on a streaming service, like and not- then and somebody bought it and somebody looked at it. I think NBC, who owns Peacock, said, "You know what? We're going to market this channel. We're going to we're going to promote this channel." What better way to do that than have an NFL game on it? And the NFL said, "Okay, we'll give you Patrick Mahomes." Yeah, I mean, I just I didn't like it from the sense of they took away that uh, Chiefs Dolphins game, put it in Germany, and then put this one on Peacock. It just felt like I don't know they were whatever. But it's one hundred and ten million dollars that they were going to get. Most people, I think, have the wherewithal to be able to get the game on their TV with whatever streaming service they have. And those who don't want to do it don't have to do it. It's hey, a, a choice. People, a lot of people got ticked off, and I don't blame them. But like I told you, like all these commissioners have to grow the brand. And nobody grows the brand better than the NFL. They they just do it. They they have a product that everybody loves, a product that we'll all pay for, a product that watching, I'm telling you, watching Taylor Swift walk in with that jacket, all I could think was ding, ding, ching, 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 like money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's like, she can't be selling those, though. <clears throat> so she sells them, then she's going to need the NFL license. It looked like it was a Nike jacket. Okay, yeah. it looked like it was a Nike jacket. It had the Nike swoosh on it, so I'm assuming that Nike probably does have a you know, licensing deal, and maybe maybe she's working through Nike. I don't know. 
But that was that was a that was a great idea. All right, give him a sports middle. We'll hand it over to BT and Sal. Coming up next, you know, it's a great idea because about ten years ago, I walked a guy into the NFL and said, "We want to do snow jackets like that," and it never came to fruition. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.